Welcome to the St. Richard's Podcast Sermon of the Week. This week's message is given by the Reverend Kelly Jennings. For more information, please visit us at strichards.org. If all we did was just meditate on that hymn we just sang, 423, Immortal, Invisible, God Only Wise, I mean, that right there is just a great meditation on God, who our God is, the Trinity, Father, Son, and Spirit, right? Such a great hymn. Forgot how good that is. Well, today is Trinity Sunday. It's always the first Sunday after Pentecost Sunday. It's a day of great privilege to just celebrate, focus on, meditate on who God is, Father, Son, and Spirit. Sometimes we don't always feel like being contemplative, though, and we've got hearts full of grief, of something lost, someone lost, Um, hearts full of fear, hearts full of anger, resentment. Um, If you find yourself in that place today, well, just know that you've shown up, you're here, and let this contemplation of who God is just wash over you. And let let us know, let me know if you could use extra prayer today after the service. And, um, let our, our contemplation of God be something that can help you, you feel more drawn into who God is today. Who God is. Well, the collect of the day, the opening, the prayer that we say at the beginning of the service is something we get just once a year. It goes by fast. So take that collect of the day for Trinity Sunday home with you. But notice there in the middle of that collect it says this, Keep us steadfast in this faith and worship and bring us at last to see you in your one and eternal glory, O Father, who with the Son and the Holy Spirit live and reign. At the end of the, each, every collect, we get a reminder of who our God is, Father, Son, and Spirit, right? But notice today, we've got this call to stay steadfast in the faith and in worship. So if you're not feeling steadfast, know that we're here to pray for you and for each other in staying steadfast. And hopefully this reflection, too, on on God today can be something that helps us in our Christian faith. To start out with, remember that if and when you were baptized, you were baptized in the triune name of God, Father, Son, and Spirit. And at that time, from that time on, no matter how little you were, you entered into the full life of God, Father, Son, and spirit. Amen. That's a good place for starting today. You're sealed by the Holy Spirit, marked as Christ's own forever. Forever you are in God. I lead a formation program for children here at St. Richard's called Catechesis of the Good Shepherd. And in it, we get this beautiful chance every now and then to focus on what happens up here. And children notice details. I know that because when I was a child in the Episcopal Church, I noticed things. I like to pay attention to what happened up there. Bye-bye, Claire. We'll see you in a little bit. There is a point in the preparation for communion that the deacon gets to do, if we have a deacon, and we do today, Deacon Jerry, where a little bit of water gets poured into a lot of wine. So when I'm with the children, we actually use a cruet of water and a cruet of wine, and we get to practice. And it's, if you think about it, it's tricky work. Pouring is tricky work. 
it takes a lot of self-control, right? So we practice pouring just a little bit of water into that cruet full of wine. And we say something beautiful about this, and we reflect on what's going on up there. We say that the water is us, and the wine is Jesus. Isn't that sweet? The water is us, and the wine is Jesus. So when we watch this happening, and of course it encourages the children but when they get here, to pay attention to when that happens. When we see this happening and the water is poured into the wine, do we, do we see the water once it goes into the wine? No. So does the wine basically look like it did before, even though it has the water in it? Yeah. Can we take the water back out of the wine? No. We are sealed as Christ's own forever. At our baptisms, we are poured into Jesus' life, never to be separated from his life and love again. That's good news this morning. So who is this triune God, the one into whose life we are poured? Well... God is goodness. God is goodness itself. When we are in God, we share in that goodness. When we're poured into his goodness, we share in that. There is a dance of God that's been going on from the very beginning, a good dance. Genesis 1, we hear the Spirit of God hovers over the face of the deep, bringing order out of chaos. We also hear in the Old Testament that someone else is there with God and the Spirit. And we got this great passage that Tom read from Proverbs 8. It's a really mysterious passage. We hear wisdom today talking to us. Wisdom. Look about halfway down. The Lord, she says, the Lord created me at the beginning of his work, the first of his acts of long ago. Ages ago I was set up, at the first, before the beginning of the earth. Then I was beside him like a master worker, and I was daily his delight, rejoicing before him always. Well, the early church fathers saw a direct connection between wisdom here in the Old Testament and the word, the logos, that ordering principle that is found in John's gospel, the beginning of the New Testament. John says, John 1.1, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. God is goodness itself. By the Spirit, Jesus is goodness in the flesh. Consider then what it was like to encounter Jesus, for the disciples to be present to the one who was with God in the beginning, now standing as a human being. What a mystery. That's our faith, folks. That is something to get excited about, to contemplate. We heard Jesus say just last week to the disciples in the passage in the gospel, whoever has seen me, Jesus says, whoever has seen me has seen the Father astounding claim. Who is our triune God? It is goodness itself. 
one into whom we are poured is also beauty itself. God is beauty. Mike Massimino is an astronaut who had the rare opportunity to do a spacewalk outside of the International Space Station. Now, some of us might be envious. Many of us probably would not opt to take that opportunity. <laughs> but he, he chose to, wanted to, relished it. And Mike says this about his experience looking down at the blue Earth with nothing between him and the planet. Think about that. Mike says, I got a bit teary-eyed. It was so beautiful. At first I thought, this must be the view of our planet from heaven. If you're in heaven, this is what Earth must look like. But then I said to myself, no, you've got that wrong. It's too beautiful. This is what heaven must look like. Well, heaven is not that far away. Did you catch that? Sorry, <laughs> I choked up. He said, this is what heaven must look like, looking at that blue marble down below. God is good. God made all things good. And he is beautiful. He made all things beautiful. This is the God into whom we are poured at our baptism. So in our darkest fears, we can call upon this Lord, the maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. And we can ask him to direct our attention to where beauty is in this world and who is doing beauty. We are each called into beautiful things. So let's go back to Jesus briefly. We've got Jesus now. Beauty itself. Beauty itself. He reassures his friends. Again, I had to go back to that gospel passage last week. He says, the one who believes in me will also do the works that I do, and in fact, will do greater works than these because I'm going to the Father. So one reason, friends, we're drawn to him, beauty itself, is because we see what he's done. We read about his works in the gospel of healing, of forgiveness, of restoration, and we feel, by the Spirit, we feel that pull to do the same, to do those works of forgiveness and restoration and healing by the Spirit's help. That's what we're called into. The work of restoration, of seeing beauty, of reviving, bringing back out beauty in this world that he's made. Who is this triune God into whose life we are poured? Well, God is love itself. We've got goodness, beauty, love. Hi, choir. Love itself. Love itself. God is love. As John says in his first letter, perfect love casts out fear. That's a good one to have over on our fridge. Perfect love casts out fear. So easy to get wrapped up in fear. So put on the Lord Jesus Christ. Or today, just remember that at baptism, you are clothed in Christ. So remember who, who you are clothed in. Paul said, again, I had to go back because our passages are progressing from last Sunday. We're Romans today in the epistle lesson last Sunday, Romans also. Paul said, all who are led by the Spirit of God are children of God, for you did not receive a spirit of slavery to fall back into fear, but you have received a spirit of adoption. We are God's forever. That's good news. So, when we are in God, then we share in that love and his love. And we've got that image of pouring, right? So I began with that image of 
at baptism, we are, we the water, right, are being poured into Jesus the wine, poured into Jesus' life. Well, notice here at the end of Paul's passage in Romans today, go to the end of the verse, a passage to reflect on thoroughly this week. Suffering leading to hope, astounding. So stay with me here. We started out by reflecting on how we're poured into Jesus. Paul says God's love has been poured into our hearts. God's love has been poured into our hearts by who? On this Trinity Sunday, by the Holy Spirit. By the Spirit. So, folks, our lives are totally immersed in God's life, whether we know it or not. And when we get to step back and just reflect on whose we are and where we are in God, then fear goes away. Then we realize we see with new eyes who God's calling us to go to, to serve, to help, to heal, just to sit with, pray with. We see scripture in new ways too. Who is our king and our God? He is the one. I had to go to Philippians 2 because there's also an image of pouring, so I'll I'll leave you with this image. Philippians 2, remember? He is the one who in Jesus pours himself out for us. Philippians 2, Paul writes, He emptied himself, taking the form of a slave, being born in human likeness, who humbled himself, and became obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. So friends, who is our God? He is the one who in Jesus, goodness and beauty and love, has emptied himself, completely poured out himself for you. So be filled at the table today. You're going to come to the table and fill yourself with his goodness, his beauty, his love, and his body in the bread and the wine at communion. And then be emboldened to go out into the world in his name, one Lord, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you for tuning in. For service times or more information on St. Richard's, please visit strichards.org. 